And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We aim to educate, entertain, enlighten, and most importantly, we want to engage with you so we can help you live a better life. Uh, We do that by offering our hotline, 813-750-0550. You used to call me on my Call or text the hotline. It's an off-air number, 813-750-0550. Anything that you hear today that tweaks an interest, feel free to reach out, shoot a text or a call. Also hit the website up, plethora of information available for you on our website, consumerqb.com. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors at consumerqb.com. Got a great lineup for you today as well. Uh, we got uh, March jobless rates down in 20 states, payroll jobs up in 29 states. Going to touch on that as well as the national unemployment. Uh, also, feel good story of the day is pretty cool. Guy on Twitch playing guitar for zero people had his stream rated by crypto people and ends up with over $85,000. So it's pretty cool. Feel good story of the day coming at you. And let's give a shout out to Veteran Gutters here. A quick plug for Veteran Gutters, Brandon Porter and his team. They do such a great job. American made products. And he's a veteran of our great country here fighting for us overseas. Veteran Gutters, Brandon Porter. If you're putting gutters on your home, why not work with the local company in a veteran company right here in Tampa Bay? Veteran Gutters on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Longtime friend of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Uh, we've got a hot new listing as well. Uh, we've got a beautiful penthouse just listed on Clearwater Beach, Sand Key, 1200 Gulf Boulevard. Gorgeous property. This is a VIP luxury opportunity for my VIP listeners out there. Uh, we've got a beautiful property. 1805 is the unit. 1200 Gulf Boulevard, Sand Key. Gorgeous beachfront uh, penthouse. Billiards on location. Pool, of course, as well. In your backyard is the beach. The Gulf of Mexico right there. Uh, beautiful property. This is resort-style living at its best. And you've got over three different terraces, 1,100 square foot. Terraces, two Gulfside balconies, three bedroom suites that include an office and a den as well. And our square footage is over 5,000 square feet. We uh, would love for you to see that. Check out all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. This is God's country. All right, in studio, we got Jackson Shimbakar back in studio. Welcome in, my friend. Thanks for having me. Good to, good to see you, man. And, and our cryptocurrency expert and and uh, recently highlighted with uh, ABC Action News as well. A lot going on in your world. Yeah, for sure. You got it. That's awesome, man. Tell us a little bit about that. So you had uh, they were t- you know, kind of highlighting some of the accomplishments because you are, man, you, you're pilot. You got a pilot license. You're into crypto, making money in crypto, play a musical instrument and uh, baseball as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, a lot of things are just starting to build up now. We've had some news coverage now with the radio show, a lot of different things happening. So it's been it's been a really fun journey. So they were just covering, uh, they had me playing the instrument first. So I was playing violin, uh, I played violin and piano. We then uh, headed out to the chapel, um, did some things there. And then we ended up on the baseball field just talking about sports and how I'm able to now be a college athlete uh, with this upcoming year. Nice. You accepted a scholarship from UT. Yes, yeah, University All of Tampa. Right. 
Cool, man. Good stuff. So more from Jackson coming up here shortly. Also on the line, we've got Shane Socash. He's the owner of David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin right here in St. Petersburg in beautiful Tampa Bay. Hey, Shane. Hey there. How's it going? I'm doing well. Thank you. And yourself? I'm doing fantastic. Good to hear, my friend. So, yeah, we're talking, you know, we got a great lineup for today talking about these alternative investment opportunities. What are you seeing on your end? Uh, I, you know, uh, it still feels to me like metals are being uh, held back. Um, you know, the, the the supply and demand. The supply is not there. The demand is high, and yet the the price kind of kind of goes down or or stays the same. And so that's being compensated by the premiums. I think I think that uh, we'll see a run on metals at some point in the future. Yeah, absolutely. The one thing we do know is that the U.S. dollar is getting worn down, man, getting printed. We talk about that from time to time here on the show. And uh, more from Shane Socash here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We also have Ramin Kazami as well. Hey, Ramin. Hey, Brandon. Height Softwash in the house, giving a shout out to, again, another example of one of our local area uh, business owners. You're a business owner. You're out there help, helping folks, uh, especially in the real estate space. We like to make sure our real estate properties are, are nice and clean, uh, ready to go for photography. What have you been up to, man? Absolutely. Yeah, we've been uh, scheduling uh, a lot of brick paver cleaning uh, and sealing jobs before uh, we get into the, the rainy season. I know the last couple of days here, we've We've been getting a lot of rain, so we had to postpone a couple of those jobs. But uh, other than that, yeah, we're just uh, you know cleaning up the exterior of uh, residential and commercial properties. Residential, commercial properties uh, in Tampa Bay, and you work alongside as well. A lot of times, uh, when we take a new listing, it's it's like, hey, let's go through the checklist. Let's see what you know. What are we going to need to do? We're going to research things online, but we're also going to go through a checklist as far as you know that first impression. You know, you you look at that first impression on properties. So you work with a lot of times side by side with uh, Fabray Frameworks, Sean Fabray, Manny Fabray. They do mm-hmm. such a great job helping us. You know, take those beautiful photography pictures, flying the drone up above and, and getting those pictures so that way we can properly market the property. And you also work a lot with uh, realtors as well. Is that right? Yes. Yes, that is correct. Right now we're, um, you know, you mentioned the overtop aerial photos. Uh, one thing we're we're doing a lot of right now is uh, we're doing a lot of soft washing on roofs, uh, shingle tile roofs. We're getting that uh, algae uh, buildup uh, off those shingles and uh, getting the the shingles back to their to their original color nice nice and what's what's the site how can people reach you my friend yeah we're at uh, www.heightsoftwash.com that's heights as in we're taking clean to new heights softwash.com nice all right well thanks for checking in with us reach out again hey another prime example ramin is a local area of business owner contractor right here in tampa bay and uh, please support the show that's the way this show works we want you to think about this show as the hub of your financial your business your real estate your contractor you know all those different spokes extending out the hub of that wheel you know so all those spokes extending out representing another one of our on-air expert contributors partners and we can put you in touch with attorneys cpas financial advisors all types of great home inspectors and 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 more you know literally 50 different show partners and expert contributors here associated with the show so uh ramin kazami thanks so much for calling in my friend yeah absolutely thank you brandon take care buddy all right so uh back here in studio we're going to go to the line now let's go to shane socash shane uh owner of david reynolds jewelry and coin uh, been in business for quite a while, and and this is this seems to be you know as, as one of the most 
you know, it's it's unprecedented what's happening. You know, the amount of money that's been printed over the last 18 months, people are looking for alternative investment opportunities. And, uh, of course, they're buying and, and selling gold as well and, and uh, looking for, for wedding rings as well. Absolutely. We're seeing lots of uh, more more gold and silver bullion than the history of the store. Uh, people are a believer that our currency is being diluted or will be shortly, and um, they're looking for other places to put their money. Yeah, so you've got some great opportunities. So when people buy gold, a lot of times there's confusion out there too because you know sometimes they'll buy online, they'll look at or they'll look at. And, and by the way, that's a confusing space just to go online and try to figure out where the best place is to buy gold. Uh, but but also TV or different commercials, you'll see things. And sometimes they're actually buying paper. They're going to mail them a certificate, and they don't even have the gold in hand. It seems like that's that's ripe for all types of scams in that place. Yeah, so I'm not aware of any uh, specific scams related to it. Uh, the you know paper, uh, gold, and silver. It's not something. It's it's definitely not my field of expertise. Um, but you know, at some point, you would like to know that the commodity that you're buying is backed by the actual commodity. That that, that there's you know enough to cover the paper that that you're being given. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, so at, when when they walk into your shop, they're going to actually walk out with the gold itself. That is true. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, they would come in, uh, you know, purchase it and have physical gold or silver to bring home and and have. Nice. Okay. Awesome. And when you think about David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. Uh, you know, it, what comes to mind to me is, is a family-run business, you know, a, a small business right here in Tampa Bay, a pillar of the community. You've been in the area for quite a while. Yeah, on Central Avenue since 1971. Uh, it's, it's, uh, we've been in our current location since 1981. Uh, we've been pretty much a reliable part of our little local community here for going quite a, quite a while back. Now, when people are looking for engagement, that you know they're getting engaged, they're looking for the proper ring. What are some of the considerations that they want to think about? So you definitely like. I think that it's important uh, to to uh, kind of focus on GIA's grading of diamonds and and have an understanding. Uh, it's nice to sit with a company that will walk you through it. You don't have to know it inside out and backwards, but. You know, have a little pamphlet that you can reference so that when you're looking at diamonds, you know what you're comparing. Um, you want to make sure that the diamonds are going to be uh, the specific diamonds that you're looking at are graded by reputable organizations. There's a you know a couple good ones, and then there's a, a dozen bad ones, or or at least ones that seem to always be in trouble. So it's like if you stick with Gemological Institute of America. Uh, and, and, you know, AGS would be another one. Uh, you'll be able to compare apples to apples. If you get outside of those two, uh, it gets more muddy and it's tougher to compare. Yeah. What is it? Is it the three C's or four C's, something like that? Cut, clarity, color? Uh, cut, clarity, color, and uh, where, uh, carrot weight. Sorry. Carrot weight. Yeah. <laughs> I've only done this my entire life, and, and <laughs> yeah. it kind of me, caught me off guard there. Yeah. So, and there's different variations of that. So whenever you know folks are coming in, you're going to be able to guide them through that because you are GIA certified. Yeah, so so I'm a graduate gemologist from GIA. We have two other graduate gemologists, uh, which is the highest uh, that you can uh, in our industry. It's the highest that you can become. Sure. 
Yeah, that's awesome. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, more from our expert contributors here in studio as well as on the line. We've got Shane Sokash, uh, David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin, as well as Jackson Shimbakar here in studio, cryptocurrency expert and more here on the show. Stay with us. I'm going to touch on some of these numbers as well. Uh, national employment rate, uh, 6%, edged down by 02 percentage point over the month. So we'll touch on some of that as well as local news right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. My name is James DeJerome, and I produce the Consumer Quarterback Show for Brandon Rimes. The Consumer Quarterback Show is a team, a group of like-minded professionals who partner together to provide our audience sound advice, knowledge, and information to make them wiser consumers. We work with all types of business owners and aggressively promote our local economy. We're currently conducting interviews for our expert contributors. If you own a business or know someone who would benefit from the exposure our show provides, please contact us at 813-750-0550 or online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to help you win in your real estate deals. If you're buying, selling, or investing, of course, we would love to talk to you. Helping uh, right now, the, the big play is on the buy side. You know, there's there's a lot of competition, multiple offers, highest and best situations on the buy side of your real estate transactions. And we've got a great team. My wife, Lindsay, and I have a team of about eight to 10 people uh, working every day on real estate deals, helping buyers navigate through. Right now, what you're seeing is multiple offers, highest and best bidding situations. And from time to time, we come across off-market properties as well for investors. Uh, So if you want to work with a top 1% ranked real estate team, that means out of 25,000 realtors, we rank in the top 200. So we'd love to talk to you. 813-750-0550 or consumerqb.com. You can see links there to all of our expert contributors at consumerqb.com. And giving a shout out to Golf Cart Depot, aka Discovery Golf Cars. And it seems like everybody's getting a golf cart these days. Lots of fun. They've got multiple models. Uh, the Easy Go, Star EV, Cushman, and 
They offer new and pre-owned golf carts. You can also rent or buy, and they have financing and mobile repair. Reach out to Golf Cart Depot, a.k.a. Discovery Golf Cars, and make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. Take them up on those special offers and incentives just by mentioning that you're a fan of the Consumer Quarterback Show. All right, we got some opportunities here in Tampa Bay, investment opportunities right here. 801 East Palm, 803 East Palm. Uh, right here in Tampa Bay, close to downtown, close to Ebor, and of course, very close proximity to the uh, interstates here in Tampa Bay. Uh, this is a currently a cash cow. There's a, um, a rental is currently setting up as a rental a hostel here uh, in Tampa Bay. So 801 East Palm. Also, uh, you've got 1905 Taliaferro. So you've got three properties side by side, $750,000 each, and a great buying opportunity, great investment here in Tampa Bay. All right, how about 1602 East MLK right here in Tampa? Uh, Gill's Body Shop's available for purchase. Gill is offering this out at $499,000. Corner lot location, 45 years in business. So he's got a lot of reputation, great reputation, goodwill and going concern uh, is what we call that in the real estate space. 1602 East MLK, Gill's Body Shop. And you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, and and before the break, we we're kind of talking a little bit about unemployment and what's happening there. Um, it's uh, March jobless rates are down in 20 states, payroll jobs up in 29 states. So it's interesting when you look at the kind of the breakdown of this. The national unemployment rate six percent, edged down by 0.2 percentage points uh, over the month, but was 1.6 higher than in March 2020. Non-farm payrolls increased in 29 states and was essentially unchanged in 21 states. Uh, and then over, and it kind of breaks it down state by state. So Hawaii and New York had the highest unemployment rates in March, and at nine at a nine percent, eight and a half respectively. Nebraska, South Dakota, Utah, and Vermont had the lowest rates as well at 2.9 percent each. And total, 27 states had unemployment rates lower than the U.S. figure of six percent. And 11 states, uh, including the District of Columbia, had higher rates. So it's interesting to kind of see each you know area. Of course, New York's not doing very well there. They are sending a lot of their people down here to purchase real estate and move their businesses down. Uh, so let's go back to the phone. So we got Shane Socash on the line uh, in studio. Jackson Shimbakar as well, cryptocurrency expert. Uh, so. Shane, what else are you seeing on your end? People, you know, right now it's it seems like a, a time where people are, you know, they're a little bit confused about the market. They're they're looking to try to get liquid. I'm talking to people when we're selling their real estate. I'm saying, hey, let's get liquid because you know there there's again we talked about the currency being diluted, uh, but also there's potentially a, a, some kind of a, a stock market bubble out there. Uh, at, at well, you know, so I feel like people would be you know going to the silver and gold investment. It's happening. Uh, it's it's. You know, historically, uh, having watched this for over 20 years here at David Reynolds, um, we are just selling so much more than we're buying. Uh, the 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 supply is is you know we got to be scrappy to keep the supply here. It's it's tougher than it has been to get in the past, and the demand is is strong. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I want to bring Jackson in as well. So Jackson Shimbakar here uh, in studio. So cryptocurrency, Jackson, you know, what we just mentioned as well with the with the, the dollar being diluted, even like we spoke about last time, you know, there's $5 trillion roughly uh, of new money in circulation, $5 trillion. I've heard it said also that 40%, 40% of the 
overall currency that's in circulation in the United States is new money. So those dollars, those new dollars that are printed, and really it's not even printed money a lot of times. It's just decimal points and ones and zeros on a computer screen. How is that affecting the the cryptocurrency space? No, it's affecting it very heavily. And that stat you were mentioning, it's 40% in the last 12 months. That's referring to the 2020 statistic. Um, It's it's very, very predominant in in what is driving this. And people, uh, big business execs were saying at the beginning towards the, the big stimulus coming out in March, that one of the big things you want to do is buy Bitcoin, buy gold and silver. Those were the yeah. three things a lot of people were saying, because these are deflationary assets. These things are not being produced at a hyper inflationary rate. So right. it's really going to it's going to come down to that store of value and what people believe in and gold, silver and Bitcoin. I mean, those are all things that people are starting to believe in a lot more. Yeah. Precious metals uh, of all types, you know, even platinum. I like platinum. Of course, that's my team name, platinum MVP team, <laughs> Keller Williams. But what, what are when you think about cryptocurrency? You know, and in business too, we like to do you know what's called a SWOT analysis, right? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Let's let's walk through those. You know, yeah. let's walk through those. So I, th- I think we know the strengths, you know, the weaknesses, the opportunities, you know, are there as well. What are the threats? I want to talk about some of the threats. There are threats. Um, the biggest threat is going to be the fifty-one percent attack. I'll narrow it in on Bitcoin for this one. Um, so the biggest thing is mining pools. So in order to get a new Bitcoin into existence, you have to mine the Bitcoin. And in order to overthrow the network, essentially, you'll have to have a 51% attack. And what that means is you need 51% of the hash rate. And that means that 51% of the incoming computing power. And if you were to do that, you if you were to get that money and get 51% of the, the power, you could establish a threat on the network. And that would be a very big thing. Um, and it's it's not actually a far-fetched idea. If the two biggest mining pools were to come together, yeah. that would happen. Wow. Now, obviously, these mining pools want to preserve the network, so it's very unlikely that it would happen. But it is a threat, and it is, it is a possibility out there. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. And then I've also heard uh, the government potentially changing some type of a uh, um you know, law change or something of that effect. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, we were actually speaking about this earlier. Ray Dalio came out and said that he would think Bitcoin maybe would get banned. This is something that I would disagree strongly with him. I think a a, a massive powerhouse government like the U.S., I think it'd be very, very hard for them to do because if they were to do it, they would have to execute. And it's very difficult to execute when you're when you're going against something as decentralized as cryptocurrency. And um, I think smaller countries are definitely going to take some measures on that. There will be multiple that will come out against it. Yeah, but. There was an actual a recent uh, story. The SEC chairman, uh, I believe her name is Allison Lee, she came out and said that she doesn't really want to do this because in order to effectively go against it, you would have to shut down the Internet. There is really not that many recourse for the government to take. And that's that's going to be the problem, yeah. especially with these bigger governments. Yeah, it's, it's kind of confusing if you think about it. Like, how how would they practically do that? I mean, I see on one end you could say, OK, uh, you know, the people that are accepting it that are, uh, you know, bricks and mortar type companies or even an online uh, company. uh you, I see how you could affect it there, but there's so many transactions that are not in that that capacity. They're in a what would you call that an off market uh, yeah, type and, of transaction. And the nature of the decentralized system. I mean, it would be incredibly hard to track. I mean, you have something that is not attached to anything, and people can easily buy new new wallets. It's not hard to set up a new wallet for them to then take measures against it. It would have to come down to government tracking IP addresses, and it'd be it'd be very difficult. Way too much energy than they'd be willing to spend. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Man, what a crazy. Crazy scenario there. Um, so, what else is topical? You know, when you when you look at there's there's also you said Dogecoin. Yeah, Dogecoin's a, a very hot topic right now. It, it was a it was a coin released in 2013, and it's it's a huge story because the coin was initially released as a joke. It was two software uh, developers. They came together and they said 
this is a meme. Dogecoin is re- referring to the dog, the the internet image of a dog. Okay. And they they photoshopped this dog onto a coin and said, "Let's make it a cryptocurrency." And and the whole point was it was making fun of cryptocurrencies. It was saying, "Well, this is just this is this is digital. It's a fugazi. No one knows what it is, right?" And so they were like, "Let's make our own, and it's going to be a joke." But what it's done is it's essentially bridged the gap between the retail consumer that doesn't understand the complex idea of cryptocurrency. And a fun little investment where let's just throw money in it and see where it's at, right? Wow. And it's bridged that gap because meme culture has become so predominant in, in, in nature by right now. Yeah. You have tons of people investing in companies that that typically you wouldn't want to invest in. Uh, a, big, a big story where companies that were taking in the most losses and companies that would historically end up going bankrupt are getting saved by these retail investors that want to keep it alive because they're thinking the cons- conceptually – Everything that's down must go up. And if something's low, let's buy it now because it's low. Let's take a quick break on that. That's inter- I want to ask you more about that meme culture because it's interesting. Sure, yeah. that's an interesting take. And Shane Socash, if you can hang on with us, we'll talk with you more on the other side. If you can hang on with us, my friend, uh, David Reynolds, Jewelry and Coin, Jackson Shimbakar here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And when we come back, we're also going to touch on this feel-good story of the day. Find out about this Twitch-playing guitar player that uh, ended up with over $85,000 after he was raided by crypto people. Interesting. Almost need to de- break that down for some folks that are listening. They're like, wait, what does all that mean? So we'll be right back here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show, hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP team. Got a hot listing here in Tampa Bay. This is a pretty cool opportunity. Uh, if you've ever thought of owning your own nightclub slash bar, uh, 5402 U.S. Highway 92 in Plant City, really just on the opposite side of Tampa, very close to Tampa still. We've got a bar for sale. It's the Finish Line Saloon, corner lot. Got a lot of parking space, room for expansion as well. Great opportunity. She's uh, looking for around $800,000 on this one. Uh, 5402 U.S. Highway 92. Got a bar out in Plant City available for sale. Uh, beautiful property. Very well maintained. Great opportunity for investment uh, here in Tampa Bay as well as uh, we got a lot of vacant land, by the way. I've got lots of land for sale, getting more and more calls lately. Uh, 6513 South County Line Road in Plant City. Five-acre parcel of land backs up to a beautiful creek preserve. Beautiful property. Lots of other land listings, about 15 other land listings available. So if you're looking to buy land and hold or build, we would love to talk to you. Uh, reach out to the hotline, 813-750-0550. Call or text that line. It's an off-air number, 813-750-0550. And ConsumerQB.com, PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com for all your real estate needs. 
And a quick shout out to Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show, Brothers Easy Moving. Whether you're planning a local or long distance move, reach out to our friends at Brothers Easy Moving. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you. All right. Uh, in studio, Jackson Shimbakar here, cryptocurrency expert. And uh, we have Shane SoCash as well, David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. And today's show is real heavy on, you know, alternative investment opportunities, some of the, the, uh, you know, areas in the market that you could take advantage of right now. Uh, when it comes to Bitcoin. So let's go back to that. I was asking you, Jackson, I wanted to ask you about meme culture. You know, so the meme, can you break it down? Like what exactly is meme culture? Yeah. So meme culture is is really the essence of the younger generation bringing in jokes and, and the idea of fun into investing. Right. And it's, it's bridging that gap because these young people, they don't want to sit around with the old guys and, and spend hours and days analyzing companies and, and measure the P&E ratios and all these different things. They don't want to do that. They yeah. simply want to throw money in and see what it, what it's all about. And in theory, you could really look at that and say, well, that's not so bad compared to the alternatives of maybe buying a lottery ticket, right? I mean, statistically speaking, it ends up better on the result end. So that whole culture is now is now being unleashed across all these different markets, including the stock market and now cryptocurrency. And it's driven by what was initially Wall Street Bets is now Satoshi Street Bets. So it's another subreddit where it's called Satoshi Street Bets. And these guys are, are, are getting together. And it's a group of, I believe, now 390,000 users wow. that pump up different coins. And so it was Ripple at one point. It was a bunch of different coins. And now it's Doge. And Doge is the primary focus. And so the price not too long ago was under one penny. And it, the first drive was up to $0.05. Cents. It was bouncing in the 5 to $0.07 cent range. And think about that, 5 to $0.07. Cents. And today, yeah. as we speak, it's now over $0.40. Cents. Wow. And that is mind-blowing to see an eight, eight times increase in less than a week. It was really a day uh, uh, at the time of happening. And so now it's $4.20. Uh, the idea is to get the price to either a dollar or $0.69, cents, uh, a very significant meme number, of course. Yeah. So And that, that's the whole idea. It's pumping these coins to the moon is the expression. Wow. And then what's the exit strategy for everybody once they pump them? That's the problem. There really is no exit strategy. Okay. So the guys behind it... Typically, on these pumps, they'll do the reverse of what happens, and it's that mob psychology, right? And so these people will get out at the top while the typical retail investor won't. So there are there are lots of things at play. Lots of guys want to get up and take profits immediately. Lots of people want to hold the long run. Like you saw GameStop, it pumped up initially, and people got out very quickly, pushing the price back down to the double digits to $90. And yeah. then, again, the people that held... It had a second run in the $200, $300 range. So there are lots of things at play, lots of forces going against each other. People want to hold. People want to get out and make the quick money. So lots of things going against each other. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting. And, you know, the online the online world is only going to grow. You For know, sure. The further we move into it, I remember back when it was back in the day, it was, you know, it was websites. And then people started saying, well, you know, uh, these phones, everybody's going to be doing more searches on phones and mobile on their on their apps, their Facebook, etc. And then, you know, fast forward now in 2021, it's like, wow, most people are on those. They don't really do the computer as much yeah. unless it's, you know, at their home and sometimes maybe they're lounging on the couch or something or uh, potentially at work in their office. But even even that shift over the years has been interesting to see the, the, the laptop versus the desktop versus now mostly mostly mobile searches exactly yeah, you got it and i i'll, I'll combine this to a, a big topic right now nfts of course i think that comes into play exactly how you were talking this is a great shift i mean it's a paradigm shift of what people are doing everything is shifting to online right and people were saying back in the late 90s the early 2000s about the whole dot-com bubble and people were saying that this isn't going to last everything that we can be done can already be done but this is a better way to do it. It's a faster, frictionless way to do it. And so NFTs are, are, are in a space where I think it's very similar to the dot-com boom, where I think there is a bubble. There's no doubt mm -hmm. there is a bubble right now. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that necessarily means that this is dead. I think that while there is a bubble, 
this still has a very big future, and I think there are a lot of use cases for them. A bubble specifically in crypto or I NFT? think in the NFT space. I think there okay. there arguably might be a bubble in crypto too. The way crypto works, it's on a four-year cycle. So I, I do think that in 2022 that the prices will drop. The question is how much? Are we going to see that 80% dip in Bitcoin? We don't know. We have institutional investors now. Yeah. So there are, there's, a big, there's a big difference now between what was happening in 2017. 2017 was mainstream attention, but it wasn't institutional investing, and that's a big difference. And so NFTs, this is the first wave for NFTs. I do think there is a bubble, but I also think that there are big use cases for it. NFT is a is a digital ownership. This is something that is is brand new. It's taking what cryptocurrency did at the beginning in 2010, yeah. the issue with double spend and the issue with how cryptography and blockchain solved that problem. It's now taking that to ownership and how art and different things can be preserved through the nature of the blockchain. And this can be taken a step further where it can be used for access and all these different ideas can now be used on the blockchain. So it's a very fascinating topic. And I definitely think it's going to be in the future. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so much to talk about with that, just what you talked about in general. Let, let's look at it from a macro point of view, too, because you, you mentioned institutional investors. People are you know aware of now what it means to, to have a Bitcoin. They finally got to that point where they understand yeah. it. And then now you've got these larger names. What are some of the big names that have gotten it? Was it JP? JP Morgan, yeah. Tesla are the big two to come to mind. But there are several now investors for right. sure. And these are interesting. Um, these are companies that three to four years ago said we're never buying it. These are they explicitly said we hate Bitcoin. It's not going to be it's a, it's a bubble. It's dead. And now they, they are being forced to accept it because the the mainstream population is excelling and that's 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 the main story so so when it comes to when you when you look at stocks too just in general this is something i think about with real estate being a, you know a big part of my life and my business right of course yeah so i start thinking about the these you know you got a hard asset there it's an insurable asset people have to live somewhere all the utility behind it uh, so that, i think that's why you know you, you hear that stat oh well you know re- real estate over the years has created more millionaires than anything yep um, and then i look at the, the the stock market and the manipulation that you see sometimes with, uh, of course, Wall Street and, and some of the CEOs and the corporate bailouts. And my mind kind of goes to that. Uh, and, and then, of course, you know, government subsidies and then a lot of the uh, corporations that are, you know, basically getting money given to them and they're they're issuing more stock and they're doing stock buybacks. They're falsely inflating their value of their stocks. Talk about that. Build that out for me a little bit in terms of, you know, the stock market, how that might play out over these next 12 to 18 months. Because, you know, some people think there's a significant bubble there. Yeah, I think that, I mean, the question of whether there is or is not a bubble is really not answerable to anyone. I mean, it's all speculation. However, what we're seeing in the crypto markets and, and drawing to stocks is that people People don't know. And so the question is, why are we in why are we in these stock markets where they're being heavily manipulated by these big institutions and big Wall Street guys where they have no control of that? And you saw the big pushback in GameStop, but it's it's dwindling into the fact that we don't want to be controlled by the bigger player. Right. We Mm -hmm. want to have our own thing where no one can control it physically. I mean, the only way to control it is to have a, a, a share of the market. Right. To buy into the market. And that's really what you have in crypto. Yeah. And if you just joined us, we're talking with Jackson Shimbakar here in studio, cryptocurrency expert, and uh, also Shane Sokat. Shane, are you still on the line? I'm here. I'm fascinated by this. Okay. Finally, <laughs> someone that's kind of explaining it. It's, yeah, exactly. Uh, Finally, somebody that can break it down, right? Yeah. I was, I was going to get your reaction to that. Uh, I find it fascinating. You yeah. know, I, I've been watching it, and, and you see the huge numbers, and you wonder, what the heck is going on here? And so it's nice to hear that, hear about it. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, so, so you look at some people, especially, so I think this is where it gets generational too, yeah. right? So, so Jackson, you're a young man. I'm, you know, I'm kind of in the middle there in my forties and, and, uh, you know, and then, and then folks that are buying, uh, gold and silver, of course, they're all generations. I'm kind of generalizing a little bit, but, you know, maybe if I'm in my sixties, I might be buying more precious metals, more gold, uh, playing a little bit safe, maybe some long-term bonds. But if I'm a, a younger, if I'm a millennial, millennial, or even, you know, in my, my twenties, or sometimes even teens because you're started in your teens <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know build that out as well you know how people are investing based on what they know and what they they understand so i think you know when you look at that of course and of course real estate kind of goes along all the lines you got first time home buyers all the way to retirees but yeah what are you who are you seeing investing mostly in bitcoin no i would completely agree with this whole premise of the generational divide i would agree that it mainly started with the younger people, and you you can take this all the way back to the beginning where cyber cyberpunks were were establishing it, and then it got picked up by the libertarians, and it continued to to reach new audiences. Yep. But I would agree with your point that different things are are picked up by different generations, right? I would be hard pressed to see people over the age of seventy five understanding Bitcoin. It, it's just it's so foreign to them. It, it right. took them a while to even understand the internet, and some still don't, right? So yeah. it makes it that much harder. And that's something where I would I would take a, a challenge on Warren Buffett's. Uh, uh, idea he he thinks it's completely digital and it makes no sense right but that's something he doesn't understand and one of his principles is that you shouldn't invest in something that you don't understand exactly so i would agree it's not an ideal investment for warren buffett but yeah. for the younger people that are going to be around longer it is a sustainable investment yeah and that entire idea is then carried further in the idea that cryptocurrency is censorship proof there is there is nothing that can stop anyone from getting in and so i would take that further to say that being that everyone can can get in, there is nothing that can discriminate anyone from getting in. The only thing is the the requirement of the internet. And as we move forward, that internet is expanding to more and more people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, good stuff. Let's let's uh, take a quick break here. When we come back, more from our expert contributors here in studio. Plus, our feel good story of the day here. We got a guy on Twitch playing guitar for zero people, had his stream raided by crypto peeps, and then ends up with over eighty five thousand dollars. We're going to talk about that and break it down for you here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. This is Diane Vance with Fairway Independent Mortgage, a member of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Please give me a call for any of your mortgage needs. We do all sorts of loans. If you would like information on a mortgage, you can text me or call me at 727-647-8199. I will take care of all your mortgage needs. Go to my website at dianevance.com. Ian Beckles here with my man, Brandon Rimes, a.k.a. the Real Estate Quarterback. Brandon, what's happening with the market? Thanks, Ian. We are in a low inventory market, so any of our listeners are homeowners and would like a free comparable market analysis or a 2.5% listing, we will honor this for the first three listeners who call or text in 813-773-1253, free CMA, and a 2.5% real estate listing at 813-773-1253. Check out ConsumerQB.com. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rimes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com.
You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, welcome back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show. A couple of hot listings here from the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty, 5727 Biscayne Court. This is a condo available uh, right here in beautiful Tampa Bay. you got a boat dock as well, bay access, uh, just a great opportunity for investment. Great rental as well if you're looking to build up some rental income. Uh, you got two bedrooms, two baths, two screen balconies, new appliances right here at 5727 Biscayne Court over in Newport, Richie. This is unit number 201. Uh, compliments of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. 202 South West Shore Boulevard. Here's another vacant lot that we've got. And it's a potentially, it's, it's zoned right now residential, but it could be a commercial opportunity here. 202 South West Shore Boulevard, just south of Kennedy on West Shore Boulevard, right here in beautiful South Tampa. Great opportunity to build here in beautiful Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. All right, every day we tell you something good here in our feel-good story. All right, so this is a pretty cool story. So the guy on Twitch, a Twitch streamer who was playing guitar to literally zero people, had one of the craziest nights of his life after crypto fanatics randomly showed up on his chat. Okay, on April 15th, Cameron Ferguson was playing his guitar on Twitch when a user named Kobe arrived unexpectedly. It turns out Kobe hosts a show uh, called Up Early and was searching for small streamers. He stumbled across Ferguson playing music and decided to raid his uh, raid him. Uh, Kobe instructed Ferguson to create a Twitter account and get on a cryptocurrency app Blockfolio, Blockfolio and put his address in his bio so others could donate. The money just started rolling in. A very grateful Ferguson confessed that he had no idea what was going on. After a marathon of five-hour stream, Ferguson racked up over $85,000 in donations. After the stream ended, Cameron posted his first ever tweet thinking everyone for their support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I uh, went on to just say that he's uh, overwhelmed and he thank you as well for that. So break that down for us. What does all that mean? Some people that are that don't know what that means, uh, Jackson, Twitch, first of all, what is Twitch, right? Some people are like, wait, what is that? So Twitch, people play video games on there as well. So this guy was playing a guitar. And then, you know, how does the crypto come into play? Yeah, so Twitch.tv is essentially the most popular streaming website and platform. So a lot of people do a lot of different things on there. Uh, one of the biggest things is music and video games. So he was obviously playing guitar there, and it's it's very common for guys to start with obviously zero. I mean, very very few viewers, and it takes a while to build a, a base that follows you. And so he was playing guitar with zero people. And what a lot of times these bigger streamers that have a large large audience will command their audience to then go check on these little guys, and it happens all the time. Um, these these people that will have like zero viewers will then spike their numbers into the five six digits and so what this guy obviously did also was to have him donate to him and by using the power of crypto that's a very common thing because right now what we're seeing is obviously in this hyper bull market lots of people that didn't have that much money or just invested a little bit you have these massive returns and so all these people have lots and lots of money and a lot of them don't know what to do with it because if they sell then they have to pay taxes Mm -hmm. not too many people are accepting it there are a lot a lot more than before but people don't know what to do with it and so 
that was an easy way where people can now uh, spread the wealth, and that was just a nice, fun story that happens actually more often than people think. So, so what is it? Just a random act of kindness? He said, "Hey, let's jump over here. Let's help this guy out." You got it. Yeah, it happens yeah. Uh, very frequently. Bigger, bigger streamers they'll pick out small streamers and they'll say, "Let's just go help them." Yeah. That's awesome. That's been a part of our show, our random act of kindness. So I love those shows. James, our producer, does a great job teeing those up for me, and and, and we love to talk about that, you know. And and it's just such a part of uh, Tampa Bay. You know, th- there's a lot of great charity, charity, charitable organizations that we've had on the show. Or just you know, so I love those random act of kindness those those folks that are doing things like that out in the community. That's pretty cool. All right, so let's let's uh, we're back here in studio. Jackson Shimbakar here on the show, cryptocurrency expert, and you also have a book coming out. Any updates on the book? Yeah, you got it. We do have a title now. It's called Pitching Crypto. Yeah, so it'll uh, nice. basically describe my entire life. Obviously, being a basketball player, then shifting over to baseball, now being a pretty decent uh, pitcher, and now going to the University of Tampa, and while doing all that. Also playing music, also doing different charitable work, all these things, along with being in cryptocurrency, learning very rapidly over the last three years and building a six-figure portfolio. So. Nice. I love I love how you built your love into that as well. Two loves, really. Yeah. Right? Pitching. Mine is quarterbacking success, so very similar. Exactly. Right? So yeah. it's pretty neat as, as uh, you know, capitalist here in Tampa Bay and, and, you know, the United States. What a great opportunity that we have being born in a free country, you know, born in a country that gives us the opportunities to start businesses, write books, have radio shows. Uh, speak to that a little bit. I mean, you know, wh- what do you see in that space? I mean, just how much opportunity are we afforded? And then even with the advent of the Internet, you know, people sometimes have excuses. Oh, well, you know, I was born into to, you know poverty or I was, I was in this bad situation. But really, it, it comes into that internal compass, right? Anybody can come out of, of a hole. They can dig themselves out of a hole. They can come out and, you know, create. They can grow. They can learn. Get online, read books, look at videos online, just educate yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, that's a great point. I think America especially is one of the greatest places for opportunity, and I think you hit it on the head. I mean, exactly what everyone's saying, you just need to get over your excuses and really start. I mean, I started cryptocurrency at 14. Lots of people were telling me to stop. Lots of people were telling me that it's a joke, it's a bubble. And yet I kept learning about it, and that's that's the really all you have to do. You have to start and just be consistent. Yeah, I love that. So just learning. Talk about you know learning and and. You know, that's I think that's the key to life is, is a lot of times people say, you know, I've heard it said if you ask people, you know, hey, what's your most what's your most valuable possession? Right. Some people say, oh, my car, my boat, my house, et cetera. Right. No, it, what, it, what it really is, it's your cumulative knowledge and skills and abilities that you gained. And, and by the way, that knowledge, a lot of times is failures. It's it's getting, you know, beaten baseball or football. Right. It's, it's losing the game. It's, it's figuring out, OK, why did I lose or why did this business fail? Right. So then I, I would say your, your cumulative knowledge, skills and abilities to this point in your life, no matter who you are. That's marketable. That's something that you can take and, 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 you know, if a business fails, okay, boom, I'm going to start up again over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly what you're saying. You're almost getting into the Ty Lopez principles right there. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I would, I would strongly agree with that and just say that it's not even just the, the accumulation of the wealth. It's that journey on, on it because anyone can, can get the, the, the results of, of what you're doing. But the hard part is sitting down for that two to five hours and reading the book, sitting down and, and watching that podcast, listening to the radio, listening to these things and actually learning and rather than just trying to chase the results. Yeah, exactly. Making it a must, as Tony Robbins says, make it a must and then it'll be, you know, schedule it, then it becomes real. Yeah, you know, exactly. once it's on the schedule. And and another thing I like, one of the lessons I've learned from him, I went to his business mastery course in the Mali Fiji back 11 years ago now. 
but one of the one of the things I love about it is because a lot of times we have ideas and we say, oh, wow, that could be really cool. And then we go on with whatever we were doing. We forget to write it down or whatever case. But whenever you have an idea or you have some type of a, an enlightened moment, you know, take action on that. Yeah. And, it, and it could be something as simple as sending a text, scheduling a call, making a call. You know, buying the book online or whatever it might be, but whenever don't so don't let a minute pass or a, a thought pass without taking some type of an action item or a step toward attaining that goal. Yeah, I completely agree, and I, I think I, I stand in that exact same way because a lot of people, it's very easy to get the ideas. The good ideas will come; they come to nearly everyone. The hard part is executing on that idea. The yeah. ideas come to everyone, but executing is the difficult part. That's right. Yeah, and that's where you see too a lot of this this culture where you had you know people going out and printing business cards, putting CEO on yeah, there, yeah, yeah, and exactly. highlighting there. You know, so you're a CEO, but what, how much money? And they and they used to get their, uh, their you know their. Um, basically their, their accolades or whatever from how much money they raised, right? Yeah. So they go out and pitch this idea and raise money. Yeah. It's like, well, how much did you make? How yeah, much did yeah. you actually earn? What are you projected to earn? And I think that's the culture that we had. You see it more you know, over the, over the time, but you know, a couple of years ago especially. No, for sure, yeah. I mean, right now, you have people, especially younger guys, they'll, they'll have their Instagram, and they have their Instagram bio as entrepreneur. But many of them don't actually do anything that's like an entrepreneur. They don't yeah. actually create a business. They don't make anything tangible. They don't do anything. So yeah, that's, what does that's that actually mean, right? Yeah. Entrepreneur of what? What? What <laughs> yeah. are you an entrepreneur of? My, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I see that sometimes, and I think that's just the culture, man. People yeah. just trying to, you know. And I think it lends also to the, kind of the negative side of social media. Absolutely, that, that, yeah. that one-upsmanship. That you know, false premise of, of what they actually are. Uh, we got about a minute left. How can people contact you, get in touch with you, and uh, anything else we might want to mention? Instagram will definitely be the best way. It's at Jackson Shembakar, my first and last name, Jackson Shembakar, S H E M B E K A R. Yeah, yeah, find you online and get the book coming out. Uh, that'll be cool. You know, the book is a lot of, you know, a lot of fun. I've written, this will be my third book coming out. And, you know, it takes a lot of work, you For know, sure, by the yeah. way. So, it was talking about that, you know, speak about, you know, taking an action item and goals and, and putting them into place. And I think sometimes people get overwhelmed with something like writing a book or starting a radio show. They say, oh, man, that would take so much. Well, it's small steps, you know, yeah, it's exactly. bite-sized steps, right? Yep. Yeah, you got it. exactly what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. So take take those bite-sized steps and, and, you know, take action. I think that's the key takeaway as well. Uh, cryptocurrency, lots of opportunities. We talked with Shane Sokash as well, gold and silver. Uh, if you're out there thinking, hey, you know, what can I do? Look, Take a look at crypto. If you don't understand it, reach out to Jackson. Let him talk to you. Shane Sokash right here in Tampa Bay. David Reynolds Jewelry and Coin. And we also heard from Ramin Kazami as well, uh, Height Softwatch, on today's show. So reach out. We'd love to connect with you, uh, put you in touch with our 80-plus show partners. And we greatly appreciate all that support the show show almost eight years on air now so we greatly appreciate everybody that's supporting us uh, supporting the real estate team out there as well and we always say you know we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness do something kind for one another be a force for good in the community lots of ways you can do that donate some blood donate some time and what is it jump on a twitch and and give some cryptocurrency to somebody playing a guitar maybe (laughs) so all right we'll see you next time right here on the consumer quarterback show and check out consumer qb You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.